0: Hey, welcome to American Steel, the most conservative podcast you're going to listen to today, I guarantee you. And we got a special guest with us today. Today we're going to talk about the the wrap-up of the Columbia Central High School football season. Uh, We have head coach uh, golf with us. We have coach Wade and coach Hall with us. Um, And so it's exciting. It's been a great year uh, at Columbia Central. The football team has done really, really well. A lot of growth, uh, a lot of successes, and a lot of things to build upon. So uh, coaches, welcome.
1: I'm glad glad to be here glad to be here with
0: you guys yeah it is great
2: to be here man glad to be here
0: so coach golf uh, to you first you know um great season Appreciate uh kind of wrap it up in in terms of what you th- what you think
1: um like you said um great season by far um from when we came in um i like i told them guys uh we i watched them grow from ground zero to where they are now um and, and it's a it's big to me to to be there and impact them guys along with Coach Hall and Coach Wade because um, it's not just me. Um, I, if if you don't get the, the the group of guys that I have to support and come through and and demand demand what they demand from each kid, then stuff like that don't happen to go from three and seven to seven and three in, in one season, you know. Um, and I and I and that like I said, I give credit to to these guys because the kids bought into us. Um, they listened to us. They wanted to. They wanted to make us proud. They didn't want to let us down, so that was good to see, along well with the um, the, um, the support we got from from you and everybody else. You know, um, It goes a long way in a program when you have support from the, the main person in the school. And that right there with you, week in and week out. Um, but like I said, those guys that worked hard, they were dedicated. Um, I think uh, they said the numbers was better than than ever over the past couple of years. So the, that's, that goes to show that the dedication those guys had, and we we wasn't we would not it wasn't like they was coming up there for for no day camp or daycare or anything. We kind of you know we pushed them and, and made them made them do what we wanted them to do. So that was good to see that that they could could take hard coaching and still come back and want more. And so that speaks a lot of the character that that our kids have in this community, for sure, and I'll pass it on to you guys.
0: Well, some of the things that uh, you don't really think mm-hmm. a lot about sometimes, but like the feedback from the fans just in the, mm-hmm. in, the in the stadium has been really phenomenal. Okay. And so just from that standpoint alone, what a successful season. And you mentioned we're seven and three, but mm-hmm. then – There were a couple of games that we dropped that Mm -hmm. we never should have dropped. Mm -hmm. And, of course, everybody says that, right? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, we're out there watching Mm -hmm. these things unfold, and we're thinking, man, we we dropped those two. Mm -hmm. Uh, But all good. I got a question before Coach Wade and Coach Hall uh, chime in on this a little bit. But uh, why did you choose these two? I think I know, but Mm -hmm. I want our listeners to know why you chose these two gentlemen. Uh, When
1: I think of sports, you know, uh, in Columbia, Tennessee, who better than these two? You know, especially when we talking football. Who who has done what these two guys have done? Able to break into the the rankings that they broke into. Um, you know, even just getting into that NFL rankings, man, that's special. You got to be a special man to even to even get there. So why not have them come back and, and and show these kids in this community what they learned? And um, it's one thing as a coach when you talk the talk and you never really did it. So but. You can go look on their Instagram pages, Google their names, and and you're going to see pictures of them and their accomplishments and what they did. So that was a big thing. For me, and not just that, I know these. I've been knowing these dudes my whole life, so it ain't don't don't think just because they uh it looked good for me. No, I know these dudes their whole life, and I know what type of character and their families and and, and what type of men they are. So it uh, these are the type of kids. you I mean, type of guys you want around your kids, and you want leading your kids as well as myself. So that was that. It was easy when it when when I thought through through all of that. You know, why not these guys? Is what it broke down. Well,
0: you uh, I kind of set you up for that one because that's what that's what I was thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't privileged. Enough to see them play sports back in the day. I did see Coach Hall play in the alumni basketball game last year, and he was dunking like he he was slam dunking on Spring Hill. I think it was Spring Hill, right, Coach? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so uh, I thought, well, he still he still has the hops. But I mean, uh, and then I learned that Coach Wade played in the NFL, so that's pretty impressive. You're right; that's very impressive. But I wanted to say this, but. Just how they are, just their demeanor with the kids. Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed more than anything. Uh, they're obviously very, still very athletic, but their demeanor with the kids and the way the kids respond to them is what I've noticed, which I like. And so sometime during this podcast, I want to pin them down to committing to coming back next year. Yeah, for sure. So, coaches, what do you think? Well, How, how do you think the week went? Uh, coach Wade, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and, and what brought you
2: back to wanting to coach at your high school. Um, I grew up in Columbia my whole life. Played little league down here, growing, uh, my whole life. Went to Withorn, played ball there, and then um, we played against Brentwood Academy. And I uh, played. Me, well, I played AAU with Dre. Well, I went to an AAU practice with Dre, and he was playing with the uh, Brentwood Bandits. And I wouldn't. I played basketball, but I wasn't really a basketball player like that. And um, they really got me out there. And then from there, it's just. Uh, made connections. And then eighth grade, after football season and basketball season, uh, one of the coaches hit my dad up and then just went from there, played at Brentwood Academy, went to Murray State. And then uh, got got blessed to get invited to the uh, Senior Bowl, uh, combine. And then uh, I went undrafted, got picked up by the Chiefs, was on the practice squad. And then, I mean, I... It's a, it's a, it's a nice little resume but um just just knowing just knowing the kids down here man just seeing them grow up and it's not for for African Americans in this community it's not easy to uh to make it out not even making out but you ain't going to have you don't have the uh role models that you should have like in in sports and some some of them kids don't have the support like that that's why I uh, my intensity at central like I made so many connection with these kids because it wasn't just about football, you know. what I'm saying I like how you how you doing. Like how school going, everything going going good at home and stuff like that. Because some of them kids, you never know. Yeah, this yeah they go to school and stuff like that, but they look forward to coming up to the practice field, being with us, being with their friends. And I just try to make make uh people days. I try to I try to be the star. I try to be the star to people's people's lives because that's what. Uh, I got growing up, and just to talk about the team, man. When I first came in, when uh, Coach Golf wasn't the head coach yet, it was it was a it was a struggle. It was a grind. Like we uh, we was pushing, and then like people don't well, I didn't know the adversity they've been going through. New head coaches, new coaches, and stuff like that. And for them to bounce back and respond, how they did uh, throughout the spring, over the summer, and this season. Them boys always had fight, and they never gave up. Like every game we do pl- <clears throat> every game we played, they never gave up. Like even even games when we it's tough battle, when the uh, other team got momentum, uh, momentum the whole time and stuff like that. Them boys always fight, so I always salute to them boys, especially the senior class this year and the younger classmen. But um, it hurt we lost to Centennial. Um, li- Looking at it on film, man, we was the better team. I wouldn't say that night, just overall, uh season wise, we was the better team. I don't care the competition they had or anything like that. And we prepared well for them. It just I guess it just wasn't our night that night, but now I, I look forward to um uh, <clears throat> I look forward to next year. It's gonna have to be some changes in my opinion, but I'm I'm down for it. All right you you said a you said a
0: lot. I don't <laughs> let do put Coach Golf on the on the spot about some changes going on. I don't know, Coach Hall. How about you, my man? I mean, I, what brought you back? And I, at some point I, it, after you, I want to hear your perspective on uh, uh, your your good friend and your uh, head coach's first year perspective on his uh, on his first year. Oh uh,
3: well, for me, what what brought me back was well, just going back and going through everything. I've i've been knowing coach golf since diapers went to church together since we was since i was born since you know he's older than me but i mean other than that played football all the way through since i was five all the way through with thorn lucky thing about mine i was supposed to go to uh, Brentwood academy with wade but things didn't work out in my favor but i guess at the end of the day, I I pick with him all the time because I did get you a state championship out the equation, and he never got one. So I do oh, pick with him about nice. that all the time. <laughs> but other than that, man, my background went to U N A, played football there a the whole four years, set N C A A records, got blessed, and I had the opportunity to went to the rookie mini camp for the Carolina Panthers. And like they said as well, it that getting that blessing it is hard, especially coming from here. A whole lot of people don't believe that. A lot of people can really make it out of this city as you can see we had probably the best running back in the state didn't get a mr football candidate vote at all which was really mind blowing to me and but we all went through it there's nothing new so we know what's going on we get looked down upon all the time and like they said man i love them kids to death i'd do anything for them and they know that for sure they uh, they text me still to this day and ask me hey coach you we at this place this place can i get a few dollars i'm like man all right i got you i I do anything for them kids and they know that for sure and my best friend coach golf man the we had a it was a good season a wonderful season better than a whole lot of people thought we was going to have and that's why when i really post and say what i say like i really really mean behind that because we had a lot of doubters coming in whenever coach golf got that job and I'm not going to put any names on it but they know who they are and they really doubted them a whole lot and for us to go from 3 and 7 to 7 and 3 that speaks a lot cuz we got the same kids that was there last year and we did and it and it's not just us them kids bought in coaching staff we had bought in and i mean it turned around and it turned around faster than a whole lot of people probably thought it would but in our mind we knew it was going to be like that and in my mind i thought we could have won the district and that's what my plan was and we was there but we slipped a few games, but other than that, we had a wonderful season.
0: you feel like we uh, put people on notice, though, for the future? Yeah, for sure. We did. We did. Yeah, people are on notice for the future, right? and I think uh, even the Williamson County schools are on, mm-hmm. on, on notice for the future. Yeah. Uh, and with this new indoor facility that we're talking about getting and building with all the new athletic facilities and whatnot, we're going to be able to be as competitive mm-hmm. as anybody. Now, American Steel Podcast is not about Columbia Central, but it's no secret that I'm the principal there. Uh, and since I have you guys on, we can talk about uh, we can talk about Columbia Central. Can you tell me the truth on something though? It secretly does. Coach Golf tell you guys he he wishes I wouldn't be so vocal on the sidelines. No, no, no. he never <laughs> says that. Okay, I just want him am just checking because I know he gives me a look every once in a while. I'm like, we can run this play, man. This play works, and that play won't work. And you know, I, you know, Centennial. That was a tough. That was tough. But you know, we learned a lot. And I think that uh, a couple things go our way. Uh, we're up twenty-one nothing. Or at yeah. some point, I mean, and. Uh, they trust me. They they definitely uh, swallowed a couple times in in concern that they were going to get beat because somebody told me that they they said it was a consolation game playing against us. Good if they idea. go back and look
3: at it, that was a fumble too. That they took away from us,
1: yeah,
0: they, they for sure. clear well, the fumble and the, and the and the, the pump pass uh, punt interference. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was uh, definitely uh, you could hear you could hear the contact mm-hmm. being made. Yeah. Uh, so tell me your perspective, uh, your, your best friend, your lifelong friend, Coach uh, Trey D. Golf. Uh, how do you think he did? And I'm putting him on the spot. I think he did a
3: wonderful job, and people just don't know how much time he really put in. Because honestly, I used to talk to him every day, and we we barely we wouldn't talk as much as now. I was like, I know he's busy; he got meetings to go to, and he did a wonderful job, man. Like the the kids really love Coach Golf as soon as, as soon as you announced that Coach Golf was going to be their head coach. I really think them kid the kids really bought into it, and they were ready to go as soon as you announced that. And I was really ex- really excited for that too, especially being around them and talking to them all the time, even though they might have been a little scared to be like, hey. Coach, can I go do this? And I'm like, man, just go up and ask them. Like, it's not y'all act like he just a just a mean person. Like he gonna tell y'all no, nah, man. Like he love y'all at the end of the day. And they seen they they figured that out. I'm pretty sure after a week, probably halfway through the season. But they coach golf did a wonderful job being the head coach, especially being the first year.
0: Well, Clayton, we have uh, two NFL players in this room. We have the MVP offense and defense back in the day. Uh, all three college athletes. Um, it's not a bad. That's not a bad resume for our coaching staff.
4: Is there anywhere else you'd want to send your kid to play Osco football? I can't. I can't if you, imagine. If you live in this
0: area, I mean, is there seriously? I mean, I mean, I. Is there anywhere else you'd want them to go play? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, and not only that, as as everybody has mentioned, I've mentioned it a million times. Other people have mentioned it, and it's not just me saying this. Uh, I would want my kids around any one of these men uh, in a, on a on a coaching or a practice setting or a game setting, uh, and just uh, you know talking about life setting whether we won the game uh, or whether we lost the game. How do we win? How do we lose? Did we do it with honor and character and those kind of things? I, de- I definitely would want my kids around them.
4: Well, and and just to kind of go off what Coach Hall said about the people that doubted him, um, I heard the same things, and. I knew that this wasn't going to be the case. I, I knew it. And I, I mentioned this, I think, in a post a couple of weeks ago. I love the hate. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I love too. it. It's motivation. I hope they continue to spew it because this thing's only going to get better. Right. It's only going to get better. And and, and they know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they know it. They, they, you know, when people get scared, that's when they say negative things like that. But uh, kudos to you because, you know, you took a chance – on a guy who didn't have any head coaching experience. He was going to replace a Hall of Fame coach, and he did an exceptional job, and and he was born for this job. And I I applaud him. I told him after the game the other night, um, I think he saved the football program, uh, because if it had continued going in the path that it was going, we would lose a lot of kids. Uh, And uh, I, I I think he has stopped that, and he has turned it around, and again, where else would you want your kid to go to school and play football?
0: Yeah, well, you know, ironically, I, I mean, I've had maybe one or two people ask me just in general, like, "Hey, well, what was your thought process about hiring a head coach with no head coaching experience?" And you know, it's simple. It's like, well, how do you get head coaching experience until you get your first your first job? Exactly. But it wasn't it wasn't about football as much. It was about the man that I had a chance to meet and get to know. It wasn't really about. The X's and O's, because it, when you write it up a play on the on the chalkboard every every time you score, mm-hmm. until you get out there and there's yeah. eleven other men, young men that want to stop you. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we can always go back to the to the X's and O's and the preparation for any game and and the wins and loss records. But I I needed somebody, and I wanted somebody that was just going to be, like, solid, a solid individual for young men. And that's what, you know, and so I didn't do a national search and all that kind of stuff. I just know sometimes you just know. And so I, that's why I pulled the trigger on it quick. I mean, I didn't even really, I didn't even really hesitate. I just pulled the trigger on making sure because you know you guys are from around here. Everybody knows you guys, and so every high school in town would want you guys to be on their coaching staff. Mm-hmm. And you've been on other coaching staffs. Um, coach golf. So the, I mean, great. It was a great season. So I mean, what did you learn as your first year head coach? I, I tried to warn you. There's other yeah. things besides X's and O's, man. Uh, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is, man. And uh, Drew Parker was one of the people also along with you who told me when you become uh, the head football coach, it, it starts to be everything but football at times. You know, um, from maintaining um, coaches, players. La- on the field, all the Laundry. Yeah, laundry. Um the whole nine <laughs> yards, you know, um, um scheduling buses, making sure you're communicating with um the gridiron presidents about the food, uh situations, when you're gonna be leaving. Um it's just it's a lot to it, man. But um, like he said, um I love it. So I I embrace every everything that comes with it. You know, um there's nothing that I can think of that I would rather be doing it if I would if I was in the NFL, yeah. But other than that, I this is what I want to do, you know, um, coach football, impact um, the kids in this community, um, give back to them, give them, um, be an inspiration to them, you know, because um, like Dre said, coming from here, man, it, it's, it's tough making it out. Um, you hear all the time of all these good athletes from the past, but somewhere along the way they slipped up and and didn't make it out uh, of uh, middle school or Columbia Central. Right. And it, even if they did, they might have went off to college and got in trouble or something like that. So it, it, it's tough, you know. And, and I, it's just not this community; it's a problem all over the world. But we here in this community, so we know it firsthand on what's going on. But but uh, I I I, I it taught me to be uh you know be patient and um. And understanding because you know you could you could be a hothead and just jump the gun about everything, but then you look at the film I'm just talking as far as player wise you look at the film, you're like, oh man, he might have did this right, but I jumped this case on the field um so that that I mean that's one of the things that taught me just to be patient, be understanding, and you know um. You're dealing with a bunch of different personalities, so you just got to learn how to manage everybody. Everybody's not the same. Everybody not gonna respond the same to to everything that you say. So, I know it's guys that I can cut up with and, and get go go in on them a little harder, and some of these guys that I may not be able to because. They might not have been through that before or had it before and that might shut down because of it. So just, just learning people and, and knowing how they will respond to what you are trying to put out there. And um I think uh one of the things Coach Song um Coach Stone said after the game was um the kids did a great job in uh, buying in to what we were selling, you know. Um uh we was we, we was selling them, we told them I I told I was speaking, let's make it to the state championship from day one, you know. Um um, because that's just me man. Um, I'm a winner and I told them that I don't think about losing You got to beat me to me to believe that you can beat me um, It don't matter what we doing because I didn't I don't played it all and I done been very competitive throughout my life And I didn't us take small town country boys and go up to um, Nashville and whoop them all over the field You know um, so that that's nothing that's nothing new to me so that's why That's why I have so much faith and belief in this and what we got going on right here because I've seen it done with my dad and Coach English. Um, Like I said, we used to go all over here, Alabama, wherever, and we compete and be very competitive and successful doing it. So that's just the belief that I got in these guys, you know. Um, And I I, I tell them all the time I love them because I really do. I got a daughter, and once you're around, I'm around them more than my daughter at times. So, so
0: you do uh, create that bond with them. Speaking of which, your daughter loves me. Oh
1: yeah, I think mm-hmm. she does. Yeah, I
0: think she does. Man. Yeah, so uh, she wouldn't <laughs> go to anybody else the other night but me. Yep. I, was, I was loving that. I just take her home with me. Mm-hmm. But uh, and speaking of like uh, just he, kind of rumors, I mean, if uh, when Shaq Shaq came out to a couple games mm-hmm. this year and. Uh, when he retires in five six years, maybe he'll come out and coach for us.
1: All we got a seat waiting on him right now. Uh, we, whenever
0: he's ready, we All got seat. All right, him, Shaq Mason, you he, here? You got a job offers on the table. Right uh, there. The contract's not as big as the one you're currently under, but it's going to be fun, my man. So, hey, we're going to take a break here on American Steel. We'll be back in just a few moments.
5: Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Over 10 years ago, the Garbage Man Incorporated teamed up with former County Commissioner Mr. Glenn Hassey and Keep Murray County Beautiful to provide garbage service for the eight boat ramps. The county brought in signs and posts and we provided the carts and weekly service. The Garbage Man Incorporated is proud to be a part of furnishing a much needed service to the boaters of Murray County. We live in Murray County too and are proud to be good corporate citizens. We encourage you to use and enjoy this convenience and keep the Duck River beautiful.
7: Caledonian Financial is a full-service family financial planning firm. What we mean by that is we will work with young clients, assisting them with budgeting and RODS, young families with college planning, life and disability insurance, older clients as they bring in 401k rollovers and seek advice for estate and tax planning, and finally, our elderly clients when it comes to the distribution phase of their retirement plan and long-term care options. This is Daisy Cook with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC.
8: Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Throws
6: intercepted,
0: Alabama. Built by Bama.
6: Alabama is still
0: Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as
6: the Crimson Tide take on the Chattanooga Mocs. Our coverage begins at 8 a.m. On your home for Alabama football, the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Hello, everyone. It's Santa here. Christmas is a magical time. From the songs that we sing to the cookies that we'll eat, it's a time of celebration. So why don't you come and let's start the season with singing and cookies with me, Santa and Mrs. Claus at Once Upon a Christmas at Christchurch Columbia at 707 Lyon Parkway. That's November 17th and 18th, starting at 6 p.m. You can have your picture taken with us Mrs. Claus and I, and we'll eat a cookie too, as well as learn the history of St. Nicholas. So come out and enjoy an evening of fun and help support Crossroads to Home and Combat Vets Motorcycle Association. That's Once Upon a Christmas at Christchurch, Columbia at 707 Lion Parkway here in Columbia. You can call 931-540-0898 for information. That's 931-540-0898.
0: And welcome back to American Steel. We have with us uh, Coach uh, Trady Goff, uh, the head coach of Columbia Central Lions, along with Coach Wade and Coach Hall. Uh, coach Goff, you, uh, we've got several coaches that on the staff, on your staff now that you actually played for. I think all of you all played for them at some point, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. go down that list real quick. Um, coaches we played for, um, Tom, Coach Stone, Coach Moore, Coach Duncan.
1: Those and Coach uh, Harris, you know, um, he the one that gave me my opportunity when I got to Central. Um, I was a I wanted to play linebacker, but he was the DN coach, and he seen opportunities for me to get on the field at DN. And I started as a freshman at DN, and was second on the team in tackles behind D Vanoy that year. So uh, that was the that was out of guys that I that I played for, and me and Coach uh, Hall played for, you know. um, And that's what I uh, I tell people all the time. you know, um, when you talk about coaches, I, I I know them guys, so I I believe in what they can do at times. You know, um, and I and I believe that they got our best, the team's best interest at heart. Um, um, and then when I when I just look around, I look at the coaching staff. You gotta, if you if you know you didn't play it as a player. I mean, you didn't win it as a player, but as a coach. We got so many guys who've been to the big game and, and has the hardware to show it as well. So, and I think I counted with Duncan, you, Stone, Moore, Tate, Hall, myself. That's six, seven coaches right there who, who done been there and, and, you know, won the big game. So, um, I think, and I think like uh, Coach Hall said, I think everybody worked good together this year. To um get to where we were able to get to, cause like I said, it wasn't easy. You know, it was it was tough times, and I look at it like a family, man. Um, uh, my family, uh, we we smile and love each other, but it's times when stuff happens that don't nobody know about. But that's part of being a family, and and, and that's kind of what what I look at a football team is is one big family, man. You gonna have disagreements, um you going to have fun love each other but it's it's just it's it's, it's, no t- it's just a big family with a lot of people a lot of different attitudes emotions and everything so uh, that's my job to kind of reel everybody back in and keep everybody level-headed and, and, and get the work done. But.
0: Well, that's one of the things I think that you're fabulous at. Your demeanor overall is, mm-hmm. is always calm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't overreact to things. I haven't seen you. If the coaches are – I don't see them smirking, so I guess that's true. <laughs> I don't see you overreacting to things. You're you're able to bring people together. I, I felt like the coaching staff this year did a great job of just uh, – you know, unifying, mm-hmm. and then coming to a common mission, and mm-hmm. then trying to work that mission. I I felt like it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, congratulations to you. I think that that's just something that comes from your upbringing and just uh, how you are raised. I mean, uh, honestly. So, I, I think we have one of the best coaching staffs anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, we've got besides having players that went all the way to the NFL, we've got players that have won actually won the state championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's fantastic. So, what does uh, what does the first off-season workout schedule or nutrition schedule look like for the Columbia Central Lions this year? Nutrition schedule? Well, or the off-season workouts, we have to get stronger. Yeah, no,
1: we have to get stronger. Uh, that's pivotal to this off-season. Um, you know, we uh, we made uh, some gains this, this summer from the winter to the summer, but um, it's nearly it wasn't nearly as much as we needed it to be. Um, but now uh, we have time to work a plan. As you were saying, um, get the nutrition side because that's the main thing—the um, nutrition side. Because you can lift all the weights in the world if you want, you go home and eat a bag of chips and some candy, <laughs> you, you just wasted <laughs> your time, you know. So it's pivotal that these kids get educated, along with the parents, get educated about nutrition. Um, I know you was telling the kid, uh, 4,000 calories in the hallway. You know, you need that, um, and that, and that's like I said, that's pivotal, man. And, and that's what we gonna lock in on is uh, getting that piece because when we play. That the weight room that that gave us our edge, man. Uh, we was physically dominant. We was bullying people, pushing people around. Um, fourth quarter come around, teams didn't want to be on the field with us no more, and, and and that was all due to the work we put in in the weight room and the way we carried our uh fueled our bodies and and put nutrition in our bodies so um a lot of a lot of chicken for these guys you know um that was one of the things that I was big on in college um was getting me some chicken I ate some green salad and stuff like that and give me a little starch in me from time to time but but that's the main thing is just making sure everybody is educated on what, what's needed to
0: be. Well, the elite programs have a nutrition program, mm-hmm. the elites. I mean, other than just going in the weight room, burning out 2,000 calories mm-hmm. and then going home and eating 1,000, mm-hmm. it's not going to get you the no. mass that you're trying to get. Coach Wade, what's a, what's a good strength level? What would you say a, a, a strength by position, what do you think a good strength level is for like on the bench press, for example? I don't think parents know. I don't even think some athletes know. So, like a defense lineman at an elite five A high school should be benching what? At least three fifteen. Three fifteen. At least. 315. Okay, and we're and we're averaging in the one eighty five two hundred range. Maybe, maybe two twenty
2: five. Two twenty five. We're averaging two twenty five. Maybe. Okay, but we got to get there. Yeah, we got to get there. How do you get there, Coach? Hey, it's hard work and dedication. It ain't, it ain't. It don't. It don't take rocket science. I mean, it's it's on you. I mean, we can push you to do what we want you to do, but at the end of the day, it's on you to. Really want to push yourself to uh, get stronger, to push yourself to dominate your opponent. It's it's not hard to do that. I was I was a DB. I maxed out at three fifteen when I was at two hundred pounds, so it's no excuse. Yeah, and now and, and you have long arms. Too. <laughs> <laughs> there's no excuse at all.
0: Yeah, well, we've got a couple of strong freshmen. They're going to be playing. Probably both ways on the line next year that are already past the two hundred mark. So yeah, but just uh, and you and I've talked, Coach Golf, about having like a meeting with parents about mm-hmm. nutrition and stuff like that. We really got to get there. Some of these high schools have training tables uh, where the kids get to eat after or before workouts, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Coach Hall, what about speed? How do you get faster? Uh, gotta gotta dial in on
3: mechanics on running. <laughs> it took me a while. I feel like I didn't get faster until I got ready to go around my forty for my for my pro day. When I started sitting down and really learning like what I, what's making me well, how to run and how to get going quicker, which was easily getting my knees up, driving faster, doing agility ladders, getting them just the little basic things to just using band like it's small things we can do to get going, but. Like Coach Golf said it was just the fact of we came in in that part in time and didn't get to go through the whole resume of Coach Golf's workout.
0: That's what what is your it. what is your fastest 40? 439. Okay, Wade, Coach Wade, is that, is that legit or no? <laughs> no is that it's legit. Is that laser or is that just four, some coach? Nine. I don't
2: know laser, no,
0: don't know Okay, laser. okay. 439. I 106 that hundred though. Okay, <laughs> That's okay. On the book. Okay. Well, and and we just had Coach Dickerson join us, uh, undefeated (laughs) with Thorn Tigers, City Champions. Coach,
5: congratulations. Thank you, Doctor Steele. I'm sitting in a room with a lot of my heroes are right here. <laughs> well, you coach these gentlemen, right? All but Wade. I all didn't but get Wade. To coach Mr. Wade. Wade went up north on us. <laughs> this imagine you stayed here with us, though. Yeah,
0: so nice I want stand. to congratulate you. And you mentioned uh, Drew Parker's name uh, and all your other coaches, uh, Coach. I mean, congratulations to all of you uh, on a fantastic season. And uh, we're fortunate that Withorn with feeds into Columbia Central.
5: Yes, it most definitely does. You know, I remind them on the practice field every day. I says, "Stop, turn around, look. That's where we're going next." And so I, yeah. I, I enforce that every day out there. It says, "We're building you for there." Who's coming? To see, who's coming up, Coach? That we can. That we look forward to. Well, you know, I, I have twenty twenty four eighth graders that's going. Okay. And and I and I, I got a commitment, a pledge letter with him, and and I, the pledge says that we will finish our career at Columbus Central High School. Nice. Because you know I got a fond love for Central High School, Dre and Goff and all them. I was a, a fortunate enough to be up there on the coach staff when we made that great run, and I just loved these guys to death. I actually, it was Dre Hall's first football coach, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I well, uh, congratulations again to an undefeated season. Um, yeah, and I was lucky enough to be able to see a couple games and uh, the championship game, and
5: it was a pretty dominant, uh, dominant game. Yeah, we got some uh, some kids that's got some super good talent that buys in. That's. Uh, that does some great things that'll listen they're coachable kids and so that's what i look for who's coachable and who's not coachable and so we got a, a, a quite a bit of these the guys that's coachable even the other group that they had the year before last was some big linemen up there too and, and i'm watching them on a daily basis up at central and up there and they're buying in and working hard but the key is what well, y'all was talking about while well, ago weight training it's got to be done Mm-hmm. We got to be bigger, stronger, and faster, and uh, they got to buy in fast. Don't wait till they're a junior. Get them buy in as a freshman, okay? And like uh, they get get locked in, and you know, I give credit back to the days, Coach Goff and, and Dre. Y'all was a student at Central High School, but we had a four block schedule back then. Yeah. And, and guess where everybody was at 2 o'clock in the evening? In that we weight room. Weight room. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about it was a art to watch everybody get in that weight room and get a good workout. And once the workout completed – Up to the practice field, and so that that was the big reason that we was able to push a lot of screws around. You're right. We made teams quit at the fourth quarter. I mean, I'm telling you what, it was it was unreal to watch other teams just like no mass. We're done. We're done. Coach, when
0: when, uh, you've been coaching for such a long time, you got so much, so many athletes under your umbrella that have been so successful over the years, what's a good time for parents to allow kids to start lifting like heavy and doing some of the main squats, thrust, those kind of things? Uh, you know, as far as like you, you hear doctors talk about your platelets and your growth and all that kind of stuff. I always thought it was around the eighth grade I could start letting my son lift.
5: With- That's a, that, that is a target for me, too. I remember y'all know my son Maverick. He was undersized. He, I think he was a freshman of 139 pounds, graduated 158 pounds. Hardest sold person I ever met in my life. <laughs> he was uh, probably
3: about 5'6", but he played like he was 6'5".
5: Well, you know, for example, we had a good strength and conditioning coach. That's a key. And the kids bought him mm-hmm. with him. But, you know, he was, uh, golly, 143 pounds, benching 250 pounds, squatting three 350 and that was on a daily basis, and the strongest kid that a Coach Holt's ever seen pound for pound, and it segued into playing time immediately at Central High School, and so as a true freshman, he was out on the field making plays at a freshman, whether it be kickoff team, a or, or fill-in at strong safety, and uh, but uh, the weight program is the key, and there's several factors to all this, too, uh, this right here, too. Uh, the right strength and conditioning coach that get these kids bought in. And then there are coaches that going to coach them, whether it be a linebacker coach or running back coach, a defensive back coach. they got to be there with them in courage. And so once all that stuff's happened you look up and you're going to have a team that runs faster, they're a lot bigger, and they're real strong. And I'd so-
0: really like to be able to put out, though, and I think Coach Golf and I have talked about it, in the next couple of weeks – No later that put out like what this looks like as far as your nutrition and your workout schedule. So you can start looking for the gains that you're expecting to see when you're in there putting it, putting in the work and getting after it and also eating well. I, I like to be. To, I like for parents to be able to see that. So uh, yeah, any help, any suggestions? And and you and I are on the sidelines a lot uh, at at varsity games, and uh, you know we're Monday morning quarterbacks a lot. So uh, you got to forgive us, coaches. But uh, you'll see us, coach, and I are there talking. But um, yeah, just your insights. Uh, I always enjoy your insights. And but you've had an amazing season this year. So congratulations to you and all your coaches and your players. Coaches uh, number eight and number one. Uh, I'm still trying to remember names because Jay, they're Jason Barton.
1: Yeah, Jason Barton just as second.
0: No, they came up. They were coming up and sticking the other night. Yeah, they was. That's different than what started the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're only. Yeah, we got a sophomore. Year. Well, Justice is a sophomore. Jason Jason Jackson is a junior, so he'll be a senior next yeah, year. Yeah, so I mean, they came up and then when that defensive line, I think linebacker, we're still looking for some athletes mm-hmm. at linebacker next mm-hmm. year, but I noticed that they were coming up the other night and sticking at the line of scrimmage. Uh, Justice probably had his best game yeah. from the defensive position all year, um he broke up a deep
1: ball, had a chance to pick a ball, but he hit his head on the ground mm-hmm. and uh, let it go. He was running the alley, coming downhill, making plays in the backfield from from strong, uh, strong safety. I mean, free safety, excuse me. But that just shows uh, the, his ceiling is so high, man. Um, and, and you know, we had him out of position on um, offense at wide receiver just because he's an athlete and wanted to get him on the field. But he's a natural running back, man. And he get that ball and it's, it's natural to him. It's like watching water flow. The way he run the ball and read, the, read where he has to go. Um, Coach Goff, i have see him at linebacker next year. I do, too, honestly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> I do, too, because he's a bigger body than what we kind of – Well, I man. saw more
0: injuries on that turf field than mm-hmm. I've seen all year long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I'm just, yeah. just throwing that in there. But he hit head. I was on the other sideline uh, talking with their principal, and mm-hmm. I saw – I heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like he didn't come down on it, but he hit head on that turf. And mm-hmm. uh, he passed the concussion protocol, uh, those kind of things. But we played so well the other night, and uh, I just saw – I saw him step up in the in the locker room during halftime. Though mm-hmm. we were ahead at halftime, mm-hmm. and he's uh, just his leadership. I mean, he was so passionate; he wanted to get out there. and He's only in the tenth grade, so, mm-hmm. so that's, that's going to be fun to see him grow. Mm-hmm. Our quarterback is—he um, did a pretty good job. He stepped in there. He's tenth grader, but he's going to you see how tall his dad is. Yeah. He's going to be mm-hmm. no, six four eventually, yeah, uh, and slinging it. So, hey, we're going to take one more break here on American Steel, and we'll come right back with the coaches from Columbia Central High School and our head coach from Withorn uh, Tigers.
8: I wish I may, I wish I might, have the wish I wish tonight. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. We want to make all your wishes come true. Ladies, let's face it, sometimes we need to give a little help to our loved ones. Tillis Jewelry makes it easy and Christmas is right around the corner. It's the perfect time to stop by and put your favorite vintage colored gemstone jewelry or the all-time favorite diamond jewelry on your wish list. Then leave the rest to us. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for our latest creations.
6: Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, castilejonathan10 at gmail.com.
5: I have got my favorite grocer on the line, Mr. Miles Johnson. Miles, how's everybody doing at Foodland today?
6: Oh, we're all doing great. How about yourself?
5: Man, I'm doing fantastic. It's always fun talking to you. You guys always have some amazing deals over there. So uh, what kind of specials are we talking about this week? Well, this week we have two different ads going on. We have the normal Wednesday to Tuesday ad, which includes assorted pork chops at seventy nine a
6: pound, New York strip steaks, four ninety nine a pound, five-pound bag russet potatoes, $1.99 each, Domino sugar, two for seven, and Coca-Cola six-packs, three for 12.
5: Wow, some great deals right there. People need to come in and check them out. And as always, you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., located right there on West 7th, right near the post office. Well, Miles, thank you as always. It's a pleasure talking to you. You folks uh, over there at Foodland have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. Again, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Go check them out for some of those great, great savings.
4: This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. <laughs>
0: And welcome back to American Steel here. We're on our last segment of this podcast. I hope you've been enjoying it, listeners. Uh, Clayton, you were talking off cam- off uh, mic about a couple questions that you had. Yes, sir. First question, uh,
4: you did something in the preseason. One of the first decisions you made as the head coach was to put the guys through uh, the uh, pro- uh, program with Corey Ross. Uh, what, what are your thoughts of that, and how did you feel that that paid off uh, uh, throughout the year?
1: I think it uh, I think it did good for our guys, man. I think it was the the, the icebreaker for them to to, to breaking egos and, and I'm this, I'm that. Nah, everybody the same. We all going to put in this work. We all going to get on this field and lay on our back, put our legs up, put this log over us and, and things like that. I think it brought them back down to ground zero so that we could build them back up, man. Um, I think he instilled some good things into them, and um, he came around throughout the year. And, and put good words into their ear. He would pull them aside individually, and he had his own relationships with certain players. So that was good to see. He was always building them up. But I think it paid. It, it did good for our guys to go through that and um, just build a, a warrior mentality, man, that mindset of um, never giving up, um, never letting my brother fail, uh, picking my brother up. And it showed throughout the season as guys never laid down. Um, I can't say a time that I was mad because guys gave up and quit um even in the games we lost, you know, um guys didn't lay down and quit they fought they fought to the end, man, and, and I think that, that that did pay dividends and um setting that tone.
0: I couldn't make the Dixon County game but I watched it online. That was all warrior mindset. Mm-hmm. We won that game. And, of course, Corey's out there on the sideline as often as he possibly can be, most most every home game for sure. But that Dixon County victory was 100% warrior mindset.
3: And that was, and that, and that was a good win. Yeah, that, a good it win. definitely was on Jordan Park, especially that yeah. week, because a lot of stuff went on that week. And he <laughs> wasn't supposed to play offense mm-hmm. at all that week. And we got down after halftime, and he came up to me and was like, hey, if you need me to play offense, I, I can do it. And I was like, well, come on, let's go let's go in. And as soon as he gets in, he scores a touchdown. I'm mm-hmm. like, finally. I'm like, yeah. now you see that you wow. can't just sit down when you want to sit down. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness he did because I actually uh,
4: doing the stats, went back and watched that game. And it was yeah, – uh, until that point, no it, it was rough. It was a little rough. Uh, the other question I have – you' heard, I don't put Dr. Steele in the spot. you heard mentioned mention earlier that you know he he can he can be a little vocal on the sidelines and he's involved mm-hmm. but I, you know just in my opinion, I want yours. I think it's great that you have a high school principal that loves mm-hmm. football mm-hmm. uh what's it been like working with him and you know you know working with the administration in your first year careful coach careful
1: <laughs> <laughs> man um for me uh I first met him. Uh, in the coach's office um you know uh, one day and then he told me to come in and meet with him in his office and that was before me and him we didn't know each other from a man on the moon really we was getting to know each other and he gave me a job gave me my opportunity to come along and be in the school system and um before the head coach part you know um and then i i was in the spanish classroom um working with the spanish with the spanish class and um and uh, I, i i was working through that you know and um and then uh, the the time comes, uh, Coach Sharp leaves. He called me in his office and, and tell me, you know, I think um, it's probably happening quicker than we expected, but it's, it's your it's yours and I'm gonna give you this opportunity and um I and I, I can't think of anybody else who would have did that. Um, you know, um so that goes to speak of of who he is, you know. Um he gave gave me opportunity, um, when nobody else would. Um nobody else probably was even thinking about it you know um and, and and the show um the type of man he is with the kids in the school every day um i the the time you FaceTime us out of the game uh you, you say hoorah every day on the announcements and and that goes a long way with the kids as little, as little if you even know because when we got off the phone hoorah, hoorah, dr <laughs> steel you know so so i mean the kids love him and they and they respect him because He's firm on them. You know, he, he stands his ground. He's going to hold you accountable, and that's what you want out of somebody in leadership. And, and with football, he's nothing short of great with us. You know, um, he's there uh, there with us every, everywhere we go. Um, he's on the sideline encouraging kids, encouraging coaches, um, and you don't see that everywhere. Uh, I've never been on the team where a principal is right there in the fight with you, as the fight going on, good or bad, you know, uh, someone might come down when you up thirty, uh, finna go say cancel, they can get in the picture, but he from start <laughs> to finish, you know. So that that goes shows a lot about who he is. Um, he, he and and it's not that he only cares about you on the football, on the on the sports side. He cares about the kids as um, students and human beings, um, making sure. That they, if they need help, he put something in place to get it done for them. Um, he, he don't leave anybody out to dry from what I've seen. Um, and, and that, and that's great just to speak of the character that he has. Um, Cause that's exactly what these kids need. It's rough on them around here. Um, just home life circumstances, whatever. Um, so just to see somebody there that they know that's firm, but don't have their back when it's time to have their back and, and, and go going do the right thing for everybody not just for himself or for this person or that person but for do the right do what he thinks right for everybody and like i said i don't think you get it nowhere else um like I said, they might come down for the TV games or something. But he there mm-hmm. every game from start to finish, and and it, and he's in the game. And we watch him mm-hmm. over there like this. He's mm-hmm. jumping,
6: he or doing the flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, I
1: mean, it, it's great to see. And, and like I said, I don't think you pro- you won't get that nowhere else. No, so you won't at all. so he's one of a kind, and he, he he's special to us, to our football team, to the coaching staff. So we appreciate everything he do for sure.
0: Well, don't cry. <laughs> well I'm, not, I'm i mean i'm i i'm 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 uh, i'm speechless a little bit but i appreciate that i do love you guys i i love what you guys do for kids um you know i saw a thing on a, a newsfeed earlier that were a Coach was fired. Assistant coach was fired for punching a kid in the face mask, and uh, I saw it. and he punched him. And instead of just kind of smacking his head or something like that, you know, like, come on, get your act together. He punched him. Didn't hurt the kid because he has a helmet on, but still, just what are you thinking when you uh, do something like that? It, is football that important to you that now this kid's going to remember that you punched like, him for the next fifty right. years of his life, and he's going to tell his son? He's probably not going to let his son play football because mm-hmm. a coach mistreated him. And, you know, talking about Jordan, Jordan came up to me today, he dapped it up, and then he brought me in for the hug. Like, I mean, and I I love that. Mm -hmm. And Jordan's always been nice to me, and we're always been cool, but, you know, whatever happened in his mind at that moment, he he wanted that hug, and I, I... I needed it at the same time, you know, and so it's stuff like that, that we've got to really continue to keep pushing that. So these kids know we love them, but we, we they also know we'll break it off if we have to on them mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, they're silly. And sometimes we were, I was silly. Y'all yeah, were okay. silly. You know, we sometimes a coach has to be hard on us and, uh, and, th- and if they're ethically hard on us, then that's going to grow us later as men. I see you with your daughter, coach mm-hmm. golf and you know, it's a beautiful thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. And so, um, That's what I'm all about. Uh, But I do appreciate those comments. That means a lot because it's it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: I got a quick question for you, Coach Goff. When Dr. Steele brought you in his office and told you and you all had the discussion and he popped the question to you, Mm -hmm. will you – Married this, I mean, be a football head football coach. How? What was your reaction? Did you did you jump up? I kept calm, like you always do. I, I kept
1: calm. Yeah, did I kept you? calm. It was like, yeah, I'm ready.
5: When well, you got outside, you jump up, Mary said, yes. I was happy. I was
1: happy. <laughs> okay. my fire was going off, but I just tried to keep, stay steady. But um, I was happy, man, because like I said, my dad had told me uh, while I was working at General Motors. Um, man, if you go back and be and go work in the school system, man, you could probably be the head coach. And I went back and then. Met Dr. Steele and that's
0: that's all she wrote. So that's awesome. Well, I and I had approached Trady before of just about the future, and uh, we didn't. Neither one of us knew it was going to happen that fast. Uh, but I'm very thankful that it happened that fast, and uh, God is amazing as He works. But uh, also, I mean, to get Coach Wade and Coach Hall and all the coaching staff has been amazing. So I feel blessed as the principal, and I think our future is very very bright. Hey, uh, the 50 minutes is up on American Steel. Sorry, we'll come back uh, and we'll have more of these coaches because we're going to have a lot more things to talk about in the future uh hope you've enjoyed listening folks so welcome um, to american steel uh please join us for our next podcast which will be coming up in a week or so
4: and stay tuned on the columbia Lions football facebook page for any camps that may be happening in the spring or next summer absolutely thank you
5: This is Jeff Kennedy. A few years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, and I decided to redo our study. I wanted the same comforting earth color green my grandmother had in her study when I was growing up. We didn't even have a sample. Mary Susan went to see Zeke Maddox at Columbia Paint Wall Cover. He had my grandmother's color card on five from 1959. Today, her great-great-grandchildren play and laugh under that comforting green. Columbia Paint Wall Cover, Zeke Maddox, 931-388-2806. This fall, your Titans are back on the gridiron. This time, they face tough road contests like the Baltimore Ravens in London, the Steelers on Thursday night football, the Dolphins on Monday night football, along with battles against the Chargers, Bengals, and an ever-changing AFC South division. Every physical game is
0: played each week right here on Titans Radio.
7: Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.
2: Having a tough
8: time finding the right people for the job? Well, maybe it's time to take a second look at who you're hiring. Look beyond the wall. Unlock talent by hiring someone with a record. They did their time, and now you can take them from justice to a job. Get tax credits, training dollars, and protection bonds. The Tennessee Office of Reentry can show you how second chances work. Learn more at tnworkready.com.